Hi, I'm Jason. And I'm Vivian. And this is Burger of the Week. Each week, we discuss an episode of the Fox animated series Bob's Burgers and recreate a themed burger based on the episode. This week, we're talking about Season 2, Episode 3, Synchronized Swimming. It was written by Holly Schlesinger and directed by Anthony Chun, and it aired March 25th, 2012. The store next door this week was Puka Pagoda, Puka Shell Warehouse. They misspelled Puka. (laughs) Really? Yeah, it's supposed to be written... P-U-K-A, but they wrote P-O-O-K-A, and I know you've only watched maybe a season of Veronica Mars. I'm into into season two, like halfway through season two. Okay, but this reminded me of Logan from Veronica Mars, because he would definitely shop there. That guy loves his puka necklaces, big time. Fair enough. The exterminator van was Ratty Shack. And it's kind of cute because Bob makes a Caddyshack reference in this episode. So it's it's well-timed. Yep. And we had several burgers of the day. Yeah, we have lots. Tons. Our first one was Burger a la mode. A la mode. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know how to say that. Yeah. Burger a la mode. I know, but it sounds wrong because it should be French. Anyway, Burger a la mode, which comes with ice cream, but not on top. I like that he specified that. The second one was Shake Your Honey Maker, which comes with honey mustard. Then we had Use It or Blues It Burger, which comes with blue cheese. And I kind of like that they wrote blue the French way. That's nice. Mm -hmm. And then we had the One Yam Band Burger, which comes with yams. And our final burger of this episode was Do Brussels Burger, which comes with Brussels sprouts. I don't get that one. No, I looked this up, though, and apparently it's a reference that they, like, misreference. They didn't write it properly, and they ended up having to change it in the Bob's Burgers cookbook. To really? To the proper reference, yeah. It still had to do with Brussels sprouts, but I think it was just missing a couple letters. Mm. Yeah, or a couple words. So I have a little bit of trivia for this episode. This is the first episode that we learn the family's last name, Belcher. You're kidding me. No, this is the first time we hear it. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That blows my mind. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of funny because we had the first episode of this season called The Bell the Cheese. Cheese. So if you didn't really know what their last name was, I feel like that's kind of lost on people. Really? Yeah. Weird, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We also learn Mr. Franz's first name. His first name is Philip, mm-hmm. which is kind of sweet just because it's, it's my brother's brother. name. So <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's the only reason I like it. Um, and there's a little goof in this episode. When Bob is teaching the kids to use the soft serve machine, the burger of the day changes midway through the scene. Really? Yeah. Mm. It changes from burger a la mode to shake your honey maker. Hmm. Yeah. Bob is frustrated that Linda does everything for their children, including their homework. The restaurant is now serving soft serve ice cream, and Bob is excited at the possible boom in business. So, Jason, did your mom used to help you with homework much? Yes. Did you ever find that she tried to do stuff for you? No. No? Not at all? Most of the stuff that she helped me with, we figured out together. Okay. She wasn't very good at math or science or anything, so Mm -hmm. she would have to learn it along with me. 
Oh, okay. Which I guess makes sense, right? Because once you're an adult, you don't really practice certain types of math often. Yeah. Right? Like, even myself as a teacher, I don't specialize in math at all. So Mm -hmm. if I'm put into an elementary classroom and they're practicing all different kinds of addition, subtraction, division, multiplication, whatever, with fractions. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, I have to like relearn how to do it. Yeah, exactly. I have to figure it out on the internet before I can tell them (laughs) how to do it. Oh, it can be difficult. Yeah. Secrets of teachers. Yeah, seriously. You figure it out like five minutes before you have to talk to a kid to help them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's kind of how it can be sometimes. Yeah, I don't think my mom ever did my homework. Yeah, my parents did not. No, my dad's a teacher or he was a teacher for a very long time. And he was not the type to do your work for you. He would help, but he wasn't about to um, to do my homework, no. Mm-hmm. It's a great episode for life lessons. Yeah, it's actually a good lesson for adults, like mm-hmm. parents especially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But even adults that work with children too, to not do everything for them. And don't let them sneakily manipulate you. Because you might think you're trying to help them and then you end up helping them too much and they're taking advantage of you. Oh, yeah. Kids totally take advantage of you. they're not learning anything. They know how to be sneaky and manipulative at times. And I don't think it's meant with any kind of um, bad intentions. No, they just just want to get out of work. It's laziness, right? (laughs) They just want to get out of doing schoolwork. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have to try and avoid falling into that trap. All the time as a substitute, for sure. So Bob's little daydream is really sweet. And I was kind of wondering if it's a reference to anything. Do you recognize it for like from a movie or is it just sort of a fun beach time montage? Yeah, I think it's something just fun. I mean, he has explosions of ice cream in the background when he's surfing. It's cute, Yeah, it is. It's great. Yeah. And Louise is... um, piloting a plane and she opens Dropping the hatch ice cream bombs it's very cute yeah. very cute and of course he imagines your favorite ice cream flavors neapolitan love me some <laughs> napoleon ice cream <laughs> that's actually what i first spelled in my word doc and i was like Whoops, <laughs> this is wrong that's not how you write that is it yeah nope no i like napoleon Neap. oh my gosh <laughs> I, I really do like neapolitan it's great yeah it's a perfect mix of a little bit of vanilla, a little bit of strawberry, and a little bit of choco. <laughs> a little bit of cocoa. Yeah. Chococo. Ch- Chococo Latrice. Oh my god. <laughs> well, sadly, you don't usually get my favorite kind of ice cream and soft serve. Which is what? Like peanut butter blast? Peanut butter chocolate, thank you very much. Mm. Yeah, that doesn't usually come in soft serve. No. Very sad. Mm-hmm. And this episode has one of my favorite little moments of the series. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me guess. Let me guess. Teddy and a sponge. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. When uh, Teddy insists that he's very discerning. He wouldn't eat just anything. No, of course not. And then, of course, he eats a piece of a sponge. <laughs> oh, don't feed a guy a sponge, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. I love it. It's so good. So, so sweet. Teddy in this episode is really dumb. Really great. <laughs> you say great, I say dumb. He's yeah. super dumb. He eats a sponge and he wants microwaved ice cream. Ew. 
I judge you a little, Teddy. That's gross. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Love it. Blah. At school, the Belcher children commiserate about their mutual hatred of physical education. They convince Mr. Frond to allow them to do synchronized swimming as an independent study. When they're home from school, Bob tries to teach them to work the soft serve machine. As well, the- I mean, they convince him to do independent study. Like, it's a bunch of bull. Mm-hmm. Patties. They're very sneaky. They're they're very manipulative. Oh, they know exactly what Mr. Fraun wants, and he wants to be appreciated as a counselor and a guidance counselor. Mm-hmm. I really <laughs> love the way that Jean says, "Well, I need guidance and, and counseling. counseling. Perfect." I honestly, I love Jean in this episode. I think most of his lines are hilarious, mm-hmm. and he's just so sassy and. Funny, I just, I really love him. I think he's right on the money this episode. I think all the kids are right on the money this episode. Yeah, they all feel very true to themselves. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Nothing too over the top. Tina's down to earth. Mm -hmm. Louise is crazy and scheming. Very schemy. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's great. I love her in this episode too. She's great. Tina kind of fades into the background a little bit. As does Bob. Bob he's has got his a moments. He's just shining story. moments. He's got his ice cream side story. But he's mostly there to try and knock some sense into Linda. Like, hey, you're being manipulated. You can't do this. You yep. gotta stop doing this. No, I'm not. I'm helping them. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Girl, mm-mm. no. Mm-mm. mm-mm. I Although, love that yeah. when he's just, mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> Go play your judgery-doo. <laughs> It seems like something they should have a really serious talk about and not just snide little comments here and there. That's something to sit down and chat about. Mm -hmm. Your kid's education. Just going back to Mr. Frond, it's pretty clear at this point that they haven't messed with him too much yet because he doesn't seem to be aware that Louise is playing him, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. He would definitely be suspicious, I at think, in the point, later seasons. Yeah, at this point in season seven, he is suspicious. If he sees all three of the Belcher children in his office, something is up. Or even something just is awry. together in yeah. the hallway. He's like, what's happening now? What's what are going you guys on scheming? over there? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just a little, a little thing I observed this episode. Louise's backpack is actually a little hippo. It's got little feet, little arms, little ears. It's very mm. cute, and it's cute. all purple. She yeah. likes her cute things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Coochie for being, copies. like, such a tough kind of little girl, yeah. she does like her little cutesy things. Like, even her bunny even her ears. bunny ears. They're adorable, right? Yep. Do you think she really has a raging staph infection under there? Hell no. <laughs> no. Louise is pretty much always manipulating people. Mm-hmm. So, no. She just does not want to remove them, and if they are removed, oh boy. Well, we will see what happens at some point when that occurs. <laughs> I was trying to figure out how I was going to say that without saying, like, happens ten times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe she's balding, like her dad. Oh my god. That sucks. She takes after her dad. She's prematurely balding. <laughs> oh my god. She's, she's nine over. years old. She's got a wicked comb over under there. <laughs> Okay, okay. I choose to think it's more of a security thing than it is a self-confidence trying to hide something Mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. I do want to ask, 
Um, all of our American listeners, do your schools supply you with gym clothes? Because this has always confused me. I see this all the time in TV shows and movies where every time they have gym class, they're wearing like school mandated gym clothes. We never had that. Mm-mm. You would just bring like sport type clothes, you know, shorts and like a ratty t-shirt or something and running shoes of your own to school for gym class. Like, yep, same with us. We didn't have to pay for a school uniform gym outfit. And it's not like Wagstaff Elementary is a school that has uniforms. Exactly. I went to a school with uniforms. I went to a French Catholic high school. Like, we had uniforms, hello, and we still didn't have anything for gym. What did you wear for gym? I just wore, like, Adidas shorts and a So you were allowed top. to bring your own yeah. gym clothes? Yeah, as long as it was appropriate. Like, of course, if girls were wearing, like, booty shorts or if guys were like, hey, I'm going to do basketball in my banana hammock, like, they're not going to allow that. <laughs> All right. But, uh, yeah, within reason, for sure. Hmm. Yeah. I guess they probably figured that it would be more of a hassle than would be necessary. Plus, uniforms are expensive. Anyway, American listeners, please tweet us, email us. Let me know. Did you have, like, a uniform for gym class? Because this is super bizarre to me. I think the kids would call it P-E-U. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Linda runs into Mr. Frond at Reflections and learns her children have been skipping P-E class. She decides their punishment will be to actually learn synchronized swimming with her as their coach. Bob struggles to manage the restaurant on his own. Now, I really like that little scene with Mr. Frond and Linda at the... Oh, do you knit? Yeah. It's very cute. And his little sweater that he clearly made himself, knit for life. Mm -hmm. Very cute. Um, But then when we get back to the restaurant, do you think that it's fair that Bob blames the kid's behavior on Linda? Like, he's saying, well, of course they're doing this because you let them get away with everything and you do everything for them, so... Absolutely. Yeah? Yeah. If you let your kids walk all over you, they're going to walk all over you. You have to teach them not to. And if Bob is teaching them not to and Linda's enabling it, then they're not... They're going to obviously ask mom for everything because they know that she's a pushover. I think if I were Bob in this moment, though, I would still be punishing my children Mm -hmm. for sure i wouldn't just say oh well you have to set stronger boundaries with them i'd be like no 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 our kids are getting punished for this too for sure you should be giving them the punishment and if he punishes the kids but linda keeps doing what she's doing then Mm. it's not gonna stick no that's very true so it's a tough situation to be in as a parent i'm sure because you want to do everything for your kids but within reason you have to find the boundary yeah, sometimes you got to throw your kid in the deep end, teach him how to swim. Jason, what an know, apt right? metaphor. I oh know. my god. You're like so good at this. <laughs> you're going to be such a good parent. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you probably will be. <laughs> I'm going to be the one who has a little bit of a hard time with this. A little bit of a hard time saying no? I think so. So on a less serious parenting kind of note, Jean's uh, bathing suit choice is fantastic and i have to say because we've been watching so much of rupaul's drag race lately 
His talk is fierce. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Seriously. I don't think they can show bulges in cartoons, no. especially on like an 11-year-old boy. No, no, no. I'm taking it as just, this is fact, okay? This is Gene knowing that he wants some smooth lines for yep. his bathing suit. Okay. Okay. <laughs> where I'm going with this. I know I'm reading too much into it. I don't care. <laughs> and how disgusted he was with his dad's ba- bathing suit. Mm-hmm. Like... I think it's so great. Yeah. But Bob... All the other boys are oh, wearing yeah. the women's suits as well. Well, that's because Linda would insist that you don't look synchronized if you're not wearing the same outfit, right? right? Exactly. But I think it's funny... And kind of a bit frustrating, I guess, when Bob says, well, this is what men wear in the pool. Because clearly Gene is comfortable with it, right? (laughs) Maybe just just, Gene doesn't know. No, I don't think Gene really understands. But I think, you know, let your kid wear what they want to wear. Bob's okay with letting Gene wear whatever he wants to wear. Yeah, he doesn't insist or anything. He just kind of doesn't understand why Gene is confused. he was just surprised, like, Mm -hmm. but this is what men wear. Yeah. We didn't really talk a whole lot about Linda's prenatal workout at the beginning, but I thought it was great. Yeah. And it really reminded me of Gail. <laughs> oh, from YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There's a comedian that I watch on YouTube that has a whole like eight minute video about the most awkward prenatal workouts like... We're doing the horny dolphin, or here oh goes the the clapping seal, and <laughs> oh, here's the pelican on the side of the road, and it's just all no, these pelican on the side of the road. But they're okay. just so <laughs> obscure and random and weird and hilariously uncomfortable to watch because they're just so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, crowning otter and the whole yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not great, but you know what? Good for you, Linda, for keeping your pelvic floor perky. Mm-hmm. It's important as a woman. Especially Who had as a... three kids. Yes. You know what? Bob should be a little bit more appreciative because he is reaping the benefits, <laughs> I have to say. They have a song, season five or six, I think, where Linda talks about how her bits are drooping and things aren't as perky as they used to be, but it's oh. pretty darn good for someone with three kids. Aww. Or as her sister says, and three cats. <laughs> Aw. Well, you know what? Good for Linda. She yep. looks like she's keeping it pretty good. Taut. Oh. I don't know. That <laughs> no. just sounded creepy. Okay. <laughs> Alright. And the teens in this episode, when we see them uh, coming into the restaurant trying to get ice cream... It's kind of funny because it's Bob's wish, right? Like people coming to get ice cream. But if it's if it's customers that annoy him, it's like suddenly the money doesn't matter yeah, at all. Yeah, he doesn't want them. Oh, no. Get the hell out. Like, I don't want you in here if you're just here to pester me. Just get the ice cream and get out here. And the problem is, is ice cream is like a kid thing. Well, it's a big kid thing anyway. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that adults don't like it. But you're going to have kids coming in your restaurant all summer long if you're going to offer ice cream, yeah, right? Yeah, that's a huge draw. You've got to get used to it, hon. Got to get used to it, Bobby. You just do. And we've noticed that every time the kids are away or Linda's away, the restaurant is super busy. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> it's almost like they're keeping the customers away. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 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 We will have to keep 
an eye out for this. It's like Pokeroo. That one guy always misses it. And the kids and everyone come back. And they're like, oh, the restaurant was busy? Nah, we didn't see it. I'm sure it never happened. <laughs> yeah. But I love the one kid. Swirl it. Swirl it. We don't swirl do it. swirls. We don't have strawberry and we don't do swirls and we don't do samples and we don't heat it up and blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> Bob has a whole list of don'ts. That floating head trope where you just imagine all the horrible and annoying things like Bob's imagining the kid going, swirl it, and Bob, or, and Teddy saying, you know, microwave mine or heat mine up, and the girl saying, what percentage of fat is this? And like they're all just floating around his head. I love how when that's done in shows. Mm-hmm. It was very cute. Yeah. Very cute. Uh, you did the last one, right? Yep. Okay. Linda quits after her children refuse to participate. Mr. Frond invites the school board to come see the students synchronized swim and threatens them with summer school if they don't pass a graded performance. Bob tries to help the kids to keep them out of summer school, but Linda has to come to the rescue. Uh, again, Gene is just slaying it this episode when he's saying, well, looks like someone's ready to coach independent drama. (laughs) He's so sassy. he He would be so good on RuPaul. Yeah. Okay, seriously though? Oh, that sounds weird. He would be good on RuPaul? Okay, he would be good on RuPaul's Drag Race. Headcanon, Jean becomes a drag queen. I can see it. Yep, that is his future. Work it, girl. <laughs> um, and Bob and Linda's training on the soft serve machine... And Bob and Linda's training on the soft serve machine is pretty cute. They're ghosting. Yeah, very <laughs> sweet. But then Tom Selleck comes and joins them. Hey. Oh, hi, Tom Selleck. Yeah, Bob is totally cool with it, right? Well, of course. It's Linda's fantasy. He's still relaxed in yeah. real life when they're yeah. training in the machine and he's mm-hmm. getting all close. He's like, yeah, like grab that knob and pull it down. Ooh, yeah. He's getting into it. She's getting into it. It's yeah. Cute. And when he's like, oh, still want me to train you on this thing, baby? Like, he's being very flirty. I yeah. like seeing them be like that together. It's, it's sweet. He's proud of her because she just told yeah. the kids no. So he's rewarding her. Ooh, maybe he's a little bit uh, turned on by her her confidence. Maybe. That could be. Mm-hmm. Women love a confident man, and men love a confident woman. You know it. There you go. And Bob certainly is confident. We've learned that in the past. When it comes to Linda. He like, will, when it comes to... When it comes to romancing Linda, okay. he won't say no to anything. No, not really. He's He'll, not He plays with the sexy die... He will eventually do a strip He will do eventually a strip tease. Yes. But yeah, he does seem like he's he'll do anything to make his wife happy. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. He's got such a like dad bod, but he's just so cute sometimes. He doesn't care. I don't know. <laughs> I think that if I was Linda, I'd still be totally into Bob too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. Now, I know you haven't seen Parks and Rec, so this is mostly for our listeners, but... Louise's attempts to cancel the performance really remind me of Ron Swanson and the way that he will work all night if it means that nothing will get done. He loves to mess with things so that no work will happen. Hmm. Yeah. Which can be more work in itself. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter. He doesn't care. Yeah. Yeah. If he can somehow impede the government from getting work done, he will do anything to make that happen. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what Louise is doing. Like, it would just be so much easier if she got in the pool, 
and tried to just power through it, make it work, right? Yeah. But instead, she goes through all of these steps, stressing herself out, trying just to cancel it entirely, even though clearly at some point they're going to have to see you perform, you know? Yep. It's going to happen. Yeah. I think that's very true to a lot of kids. Mm-hmm. They'll end up doing more work to get out of taking a bath or doing their homework or not eating vegetables or something. Mm-hmm. Like They will end up doing more just to get out of this one little thing that oh, they yeah. don't want to do. And you mentioned Linda's prenatal yoga. And we, of course, we come full circle with that. Mm-hmm. Comes up again at the end and it helps them pass if barely, their performance. So Bob undoes all the work that he got Linda to do. Do you think so? Well, he had to... I don't think he... I don't think Linda lost the message that Bob was trying to tell her. Okay. But it's all contextual. Like, you really have to figure out when to help your kids and when to not. And do you think in this moment she should not have helped? No, I think she totally should have, because if she didn't and the kids went to summer school, then the restaurant would struggle. Mm-hmm. As crappy as it is that they need to have their kids working in the restaurant, they do. Yeah. So Linda did need to help them in this situation, and Bob realized it as soon as they were like, well, we'd have to go to summer school. Um, I don't think that it undoes anything, really, because the kids do apologize at the end they for do. manipulating yeah. their mom. And I think Linda's more aware. That Mm -hmm. she was being used. Yeah. She figured it out. She was like, well, you know, that's why I stopped being your coach because you guys were being manipulative. But, you know, I'm still your mom. I still love you and I'll still help you, but I'm not going to do it all for you is what I was reading into that. Don't take me for granted. Mm -hmm. And then I don't think that we really see this kind of behavior from her later. So it seems like she did learn a lesson, which Mm -hmm. is good. So do you have any final thoughts about this episode before we get to our burgers? I like that we see more of Mr. Frond, mm-hmm. getting to know him a little bit more, and how far he will go just to try to be recognized as a good counselor, mm-hmm. <laughs> even though he's terrible. Oh my god, he's so bad. He's so bad. He gets a whole panel of judges, be like the Olympics, and everyone there is like, why are we here? Unnecessary. Oh yeah, completely, completely. unnecessary. Yeah. But I also like that we're getting a little bit of information about Mr. Fraun too, right? Personal We find out that he loves synchronized swimming and that he's the type of counselor to have like really cheesy posters all over his walls. The Gandalf one. If you don't study, you shall not pass, which is cute. And I've definitely seen that before. But then we're also finding out that he's a big time knitter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just think it's sweet. Like we're getting a little bit of info that actually will be relevant later on, especially the knitting. Well, it's building more characters and Mm -hmm. fleshing out more of the populace of the the city. Definitely. Of the Oceanside town. Oh. I like the uh, really punny name of an ice cream shop in town. Or I scream, you scream, we all scream for yogurt. I guess frozen yogurt shop is what I should have said. (laughs) And uh, just to call to our other podcast, Fork and Bullshirt, where we review The Good Place, I feel like... The Good Place could have had uh, a frozen yogurt shop called this. Yeah, they yeah, definitely could have. They could have used that name. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pitch it to them. <laughs> <laughs> Steal it from Bob's. <laughs> All right. So shall we get to our burgers? 
Burger of the week. Our burgers. We have several. Yeah. We do have a few different burgers. Mm-hmm. I have three. Okay. Go ahead. Give me your first burger. I'm very excited because you told me that they were terrible, but usually that means that I'm going to laugh a lot, <laughs> mostly out of like, a, oh my God, I can't believe you did that. I can't believe you went there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to start with my most vanilla of my names, the lamest and the most boring. So my first burger is the Canadian Backstroke, and it's served with Canadian back bacon. Oh my god. Yep. <laughs> so it's it's very standard. Nothing too crazy. Okay. All right. We're we're mild on that one. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I had the Waterport burger. Water sport. Okay. 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 Um port. Yeah, it I found a recipe online for an umami burger with port and Stilton cheese. So it actually looks pretty good, so I will link that recipe in the show notes. What's the port doing? Is it, like, braised in port? Or... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, like, marinated in port. Water port burger. Water port burger. Yeah. I'd stay away from water sports. <laughs> but technically, it is a sport, and it is in water. You know, it doesn't have to be... That. Anything fishy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I looked no, at Jason no, like, please no, laugh, no, please no, laugh. No, 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 no. <laughs> at least it earned me a song. <laughs> All right. Burger number two. I was trying to think of something with synchronized swimming. Right. So I came up with choreographed splashing. Because <laughs> 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 it was going to be choreographed splashing. Oh, my God. But it's choreographed and it's made with a churro bun <laughs> so this is an actual thing and you can go buy a burger with a churro bun so yeah that's choreographed splashing oh my god it's terrible but <laughs> or it i can be love it choreographed swimming no like no. i love it it's my favorite right now <laughs> oh you haven't even heard my last one no i i already know my other ones and i can tell you they're not better than that okay my other one is it's better down where it's watercress. <laughs> like Wow, okay. From Little Mermaid. Uh-huh. Darling, it's better down where it's wetter, but it's it's better down where it's watercress. <laughs> it's terrible, I know. So like water chestnuts or No, actually water chestnuts are totally different. Watercress is like a, a leafy kind of green. It almost looks like spinach. Okay. Um so it would be beef, watercress and Roquefort cheese or Rockford, whatever, however you say that sure. in English. Um, Rockford cheese, the blue stuff. Blech. Gross. Yeah. But if you're into that kind of thing, I have a recipe. It'll be in the show notes. Yeah. Actually, I think that one's kind of cute. I like that name. It's a long name. It's long, but it kind of fits Bob's, you know? Like, they tend to have some long quote names sometimes. Okay, fine. Give me your last one. Okay, my last one is... Oh, God, you're laughing at it right now. You can barely tell me. I don't know if I can say it without laughing. Okay. (laughs) Somebody creped in the pool. (laughs) 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 I was like, creped? Huh? 
What is he trying to say there? What are you... Oh. Somebody crapped in the pool. Oh my god, I know. So it's somebody crapped in the pool. Oh. And it's made... It's a regular burger just with the crepe. Oh my god. Which is also a thing. What? Ew. Mm-hmm. Why are people doing this? It just sounds gross. <laughs> it's like rule 34, but for burgers. Oh god, yeah. If you can if think you of can it, think there's of a it, burger There's out a there. burger out there. Oh god, Okay. <laughs> I still think I liked your Cheerio graft splashing best. You're so wrong. Somebody <laughs> crapes in the pool. Fine. Fine. All right. You've got four. Okay, fine. Yeah, I have two more, but they're not very good. So you I'll just go five? through them quickly. I have two more. Jason, I've only said two so far. Jeez. Oh, okay. Gotta get you some math lessons, honey. Um, My first one was Jim Locks. I was trying to think of something that goes with P.E. So this would be a salmon patty served on an everything bagel with a caper chive spread. But actually, that sounds good. The name is not great. Jim Locks, but L-O-X. I have a recipe for that one, too. That'll be in the show notes. And my other one was independent tamale. Like independent study? I don't know. Yeah. And the patty was going to be made of like a tamale. So masa, beef, and green mole. I had an independent study one as well. It was mm-hmm. Independanchovy's study, but it was too bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My favorite is definitely Chorio Chorio graft splashing, just because it's so ridiculous. <laughs> it's a little ridiculous, and it's kind of perfect because that's exactly what they do. At the end, it's basically just like choreographed splashing. They're not yeah. really swimming. Exactly. It's cute. Okay. I know you love your other one. So what we could do is I could take your last burger. You could take so the the somebody craped in the pool. <laughs> oh my god. I love it. And you could take your choreographed splashing one and we could do our little uh rock paper scissors and see which one of your burgers wins. Cuz it's definitely you this episode. All okay. right. All right. Oh. <laughs> you must be happy now. V gets paper, I get rock. Yeah, so I go over you. I win, which means it's do- somebody creeped in the pool that wins. It is? Yeah. Oh, I missed that. I thought you were going to pick. No, I said that I would take that one and you would have the other one. Oh, okay. So by me winning, you get the burger uh, that you wanted. Okay. Well, whatever. Wow, enthusiasm is the well, an all-time high, guys. I'm not too ecstatic about my burger anymore. Because you didn't really like it. I did. I just like the other one better. Okay. Well, maybe we'll do the other one then. I respect your opinion. Okay. Okay. Well, I came up with this idea and you just creeped all over it. (laughs) (laughs) See how funny that is? Okay. It's kind of great. Yeah. (laughs) All right. That was a smart one, honey. Give me a high five. Okay. So that will bring us to the end of Burger of the Week, a multiverse radio production. Thank you so much for listening. If you like our show, please leave a rating and a review on iTunes. We would really appreciate it. For some reason, this is the best way to get our name out there to spread the word of our podcast. And if you have any comments or a punny burger name that you'd like to share, please send us a message on Twitter at Multiverse Radio or Facebook at Multiverse Radio Podcast. And you can always send us an email from our website, multiverseradio.ca. We will see you next week for our review of Season 2, Episode 4, Burger Boss. Burger Boss. Burger Boss. Do you remember this episode, Jason? It's the arcade game, right? Yeah, yeah. it's the arcade game. And 
I believe it is the first time that we see Daryl, who oh, is okay. voiced by Aziz. Aziz Ansari. All right, guys, we will see you next week. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Vivian out. Jason out. <laughs> Bye. Bye.